While other sports stage a comeback, baseball floundering in never-ending negotiations. We found out just before we hit record that baseball is coming back. But what can we learn about our own money from this situation? We're going to talk baseball negotiations, your job, and your money on today's Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast, coming to you live one last time from my mom's half-finished basement. Well, this one and the next episode, I suppose, because we do them together. Uh, but anyway, coming to you live from my mom's half-finished basement outside Detroit, Michigan, I'm Joe Salci. Hi from Stacking Benjamins. This is the podcast where we cover recent stories ripped from the financial press. Today, we're going to tackle one that comes from the ringer.com. Uh, not only do we read them like some podcasts, but we dive into how they affect your wallet and what you can do to invest, save, and pay down debt more effectively. And if that's not enough, we'll also share a big idea at the end of today's show that you can take with you to be better with money the rest of your day and all in usually less than 20 minutes. Today's show is brought to you by NordPass. If you use our link, nordpass.com forward slash MWF, you'll find that you'll get a deal on the NordPass two-year plan and one month free. NordPass is the way to keep all your passwords safe and secure. And instead of coming up with them yourself they will come up with uh, secure passwords and then all you remember is one i've been using this product for now a good eight months and absolutely love it unlimited premium features 30-day money-back guarantee if you don't like it you'll get rid of password stress forever head to nordpass.com forward slash mwf well we have an interesting show today we're going to be talking baseball but we were going to have uh, Tate Frazier with us today and tomorrow from uh, the Titus and Tate show, which is a great Westwood one podcast on sports. And unfortunately, uh, Tate has been having some computer issues today. So guess what? You've got me on today and tomorrow's show and the people we do this live on Facebook. If you want to be with us while we make a show live, head to facebook.com forward slash I stack Benjamins. And uh, so I'm here today with uh, James and Karen, Eric and Johnny and a few other people. So we're going to be talking about the return of baseball just before we went to record this, found out that baseball is coming back, but at what cost? We'll answer that and talk about what it means for your wallet. As soon as we find out who's going to help us kick off today's show. This is Trey from TrueTrey.com. It's time for today's headlines, only at Money with Friends. All right, today's piece was written before we knew that baseball was coming back, and it's an incredibly interesting piece. So we're going to keep it, even knowing that baseball is back, because there's a lot in here uh, that still is incredibly, incredibly re relevant. This is written by Claire McNear, and uh, it's from TheRinger.com, a big sports site. If MLB cancels the 2020 season, what happens to baseball? Of course, once again, we know that won't happen, but... Let's take a look. In an alternate universe, one in which a deadly virus didn't tear through the world in which there were no headlines about hydroxychloroquine or N95 masks in which we all kept commuting, going to happy hours and lightly testing the ripeness of apples at the store. Major League Baseball had a plan. The Nationals would revel in their first World Series victory, celebrating with a ring ceremony that wouldn't alienate much of the team. The Angels would finally emerge as contenders. Moogie Betts would wear Dodger blue. The Yankees would. Ugh. And the Lion Cheat and Astros would be heartily booed by fans in every city 
outside Houston. We know that's true. But now in the middle of June, it seems possible MLB might not have a 2020 season at all. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred told ESPN he was not confident that a season would take place just days after insisting he was 100% certain that it would. The players and owners are months into an extended fractious dispute centered on the number of games that can realistically be played this year and how much the players who rightly have serious concerns about returning to work during the COVID-19 pandemic would be be paid in a partial season. The central tension stems from an agreement reached between MLB and the MLB Players Association in March after the league first went on hiatus. That deal gave the league the power to set a schedule unilaterally while guaranteeing the players prorated salaries and protecting the advancement of service time. Ever since, the owners have wanted players to agree to accept much smaller payments. Donors have submitted four successive proposals to the players for regular seasons that would span 82, 76, 72, and 60 games, respectively. Latest was submitted on Wednesday of this week. The MLBPA has yet to respond. The financial considerations in all four have included similar payouts to the players between $1.2 billion league-wide, or about 30 to 35% of what the players would have made in a full 162-game season. As Cardinals ace Jack Flattery noted on Twitter on June 8th, MLB has kept proposing, quote, the same deal worded differently. Both sides at a standstill. Fans have grown impatient. Manfred's comments Monday could only make things worse. Quote, my worries that if there's no games, it'll hasten the decline of baseball, which suffered over the past few years, said Rob Friedman, an analyst for MLB and ESPN, who's perhaps better known online as Pitching Ninja. Uh, uh, the piece goes on. Talk about collective bargaining agreements, talking about baseball. By the way, love what Jacqueline says here. She says MLB boring. This is this is the problem. We have a sport that more and more people think the way that Jacqueline thinks that it's a boring sport and yet while all these other sports have come up with ways that they're coming back and I know we've heard things about the NBA. We've heard um uh, uh NHL has a plan to come back. We've got uh football still has some wait and see time. So we haven't heard much out of the NFL yet. NASCAR is back and uh, formula one is back. Racing is back. I believe tennis is a plan to come back. So we've got all these other sports coming back baseball, which year after year sees attendance decline, 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 decline. Baseball has a hell of a time with their negotiations. And it's amazing, isn't it? I don't really want to talk about baseball because of what uh, because of what Jacqueline says uh, that MLB equals boring. But I want to talk about this contract dispute. At what point? And I'd love to hear from the people who are hanging out with us while we're making this right now. At what point do you realize that it's hurting everything? So you've got players on one side, and you've got the organization, the owners on the other side. At what point does somebody go, you know what? Our product is stinking. Like fewer people go to baseball games every year. I think that the the average age of a baseball fan has gone up every year. And we also look at ticket prices going up. So when you look at the bottom line for baseball teams, you don't see the problem. But when you see how old the average baseball fan is and how few fans there are, you realize the only way that baseball keeps making money is that they keep raising prices on the few people that like it. And it's very frustrating to see. And then you've got you've got players that say they're they're worried about their health, and rightfully so. But then you've got people who are uh, working people. I think Chipper Jones, who used to play for the Atlanta Braves, said this. He talked about uh, uh, 
the players being very, very worried about their own health. When at the same time, they're entertainers, they're entertainers who are, who you've got these people that, that, that don't have a choice that go, that, that, that have to go to work during COVID and entertaining these people. And you have maybe a small risk when you're out on a baseball field and around people that are on your team versus somebody that has to go into work every day. Um, I mean, to some degree, you're paying a ton of money to be an entertainer, right? And yeah, you might not get paid your whole $9 million, but at the, but at the same time, wh- where's that line? I don't, I don't, don't, um, I don't understand. And when it comes to, when it comes to these types of negotiations, when do people say, you know what, this is better, this is better for everybody. If we just find a, find a middle ground, uh, it's interesting looking at what people are talking about. Lots of people talking about different sports. Uh, uh, James said, all the owner submissions are the same. 82 games at sliding scale, 33% of salary. Uh, 50 games of pro-rate of pay, 33% of salary. 76 games, 75% pro-rate of pay, 33% of salary. Just, James, just like it said in the in the piece, same exact uh, thing the owners want over and over and over and over. And 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 don't change. And there's there's no negotiation. And you got to wonder when you're in a contract dispute like this with a boss. Um, and this is maybe a little different thing because baseball here is the only game in town, right? Like the, the pitcher for the Yankees, I shouldn't talk about the Yankee. I'm not a Yankee fan. The pitcher for the Tigers is it's not a better team, but a team I like a lot more a team. I wish were better. A pitcher for the Tigers can't go do something else to make that kind of money. So to some degree, to some degree, I think there has to be a little give. Like, you know, for for me, when we decided to join uh, uh, the network that we're on, Westwood One, with Money With Friends and with Stacking Benjamins, there was some negotiation room. I didn't have to go to Westwood One. We could have gone to iHeart. We could have stayed independent. We could have done all these different things, right? We had other places to go. But in this type of a negotiation, there isn't other places to go. They're going to make a bunch of money. They really need to be out, out, out working. And we've seen in the past when people have done these hardcore negotiations and the season goes away and nobody gets paid. And when nobody gets paid and I'm thinking about, um, think about Lorenzo white. Jacqueline says that she's an NFL and partial NBA fan. Jacqueline, I don't, I don't know if you're old enough to remember Lorenzo White, but Lorenzo, I know Lorenzo because he was a uh, MSU Spartan, go Sparty, Sparty on. Uh, but he also played, I believe, for he played for he played for Houston, and he negotiated hard on a contract, very, very hard. And while he decided to sit and not play, they found somebody else. Somebody else went went and took that job. But on the other side of the coin, if Lorenzo White is looking at other players around him being paid X amount, you don't know. Uh, Johnny hanging out with us. Johnny says, not into sports, but I'm looking forward to taking my son to his first baseball game when he grows up. Johnny, do you get frustrated when you hear all of this back and forth bickering about baseball? Does it turn you off at all? I'm wondering how much this, this turns people off. Even with baseball coming back, it took them so long and it was so public. Um, 
it, it may be public as a fine negotiation technique here at a major league level, but, but if you're negotiating with your boss, I don't think for you and I, there's an analogy here that works. Cause I think if you take your negotiation with your boss public, it's going to be, it's going to be trouble for you. It's going to be, going to be trouble for, for everybody. Kimberly hanging out with us. Kimberly says, I'd love to see the argument though. If you don't pay to play baseball, I'm just going to go play hockey. Wouldn't that be great? There have been a few players that could do that, Kimberly, but I don't know. I don't know how many, many could do it. Uh, James is joining us. James calls them the Houston asterisks. I think that's the real name. I think that definitely is. And James has some uh, some Red Sox stuff on. I remember that James was a, uh, a a Red Sox fan when he was on. I think James, you were on this show back in the early days of 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 this pro, of this uh, podcast. Uh, very 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 interesting. You know, when it comes to negotiations, let's talk about you and I negotiating for a job and get away from baseball a little bit because I think that there are some there are some things here. Number one, you want to think about the good of the business, but you also want to think about the competition, right? When it comes to baseball, there is no competition. Like Kimberly said, you're not going to go play hockey instead of baseball. So there's no competition. This is the only game in town. But you got to remember that when it's you and I negotiating, it's not you're not the only other game in town. And to negotiate, you want to make sure that you're you know what you're worth and you know what other people are being paid. So you go to places like Glassdoor as an example, and you look at how much other people in your field are being paid. Bureau Labor Statistics will also tell you how much people are being paid. And then once you're armed with that information and you know what the scale is, you take a look at that and you take that to your boss and you tell them that maybe I could get paid more over here. I will tell you what we've done shows about that fails and that is threatening to leave. Because if you threaten to leave and you don't actually leave, your boss then thinks that you're not a team player. And I've seen people do this, and maybe it works for some people short term, but I think it's incredibly hard to stay in the office, and it's very hard to um, look your boss in the eye when your boss thinks that the next time things go bad, you're just going to threaten to leave. You're you're out of there. So that doesn't uh, it doesn't doesn't happen happen very much. Uh, Johnny does say that there's international competition, which is which is interesting. We saw people in the past. Good point, Johnny. I forgot people gone to Japan. Uh, increasingly, we've seen people go to Europe to play. So you've got these people going to these, going to these uh, different places. Um, it's it is amazing to me though, uh, w- when we take a look at this, how how difficult that negotiation would be. Right? It'd be incredibly difficult to go from um, from saying that I'm going to play for the Boston Red Sox as an example, James, to going over to play for a team in Japan. Uh, instead. But it's much easier for you and I. We can say, hey, I'm podcasting over here. I'm going to go podcast with this other company. Well, once again, I don't think I'd play that card, but I can look at what they pay over there and I can use as much intel as possible. Don't come to the table with emotional arguments. Come with data. And it is interesting that when you look at the data, like uh, like we had earlier here in the discussion from James, talking about how they've brought three different scenarios that are all pretty much the same, right, to the table, that um, that it just doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, no matter what the number of games are, uh, the owner's still saying the same thing. So continue to go back to 
to go back to uh, 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 data. And by the way, studies show that in most cases, your boss wants to give you a raise. Maybe not today during COVID times, but in other times, your boss definitely, definitely wants to wants to give you a raise. Uh, uh, Rebecca, I'd love to. Rebecca's talking about podcasting in Bali. How about baseball in Bali? Uh, but that'd be fun if I threatened to go do our podcast from Bali. Would that would that change anything? I don't know. Live from mom's basement in Bali. We'll see. Hopefully I'm there in December. Hey guys, in just a moment, I'm going to have a big takeaway from today's uh, discussion. But first, I want to say a little bit about NordPass because NordPass is what I've been using about the last eight months to make sure that my data stays safe. It's super easy. Cheryl and I can get into that very, very easily. Uh, we go in, NordPass then creates for us a password. So I don't have all the passwords that look the same. And if I do create a password because I've got a set password in. I don't have to remember what that password is. NordPass remembers it. So I have to remember one password and that's what NordPass does is I go in there. I've got one, pa one password for NordPass. NordPass comes up with a bunch of different passwords. My, my passwords then are much, much, much safer than having admin and then password one, two, three, not, 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 not very good. So to Kick the tires on NordPass. You'll get a deal on NordPass's two-year plan and one month free. Get rid of password stress forever. Enjoy unlimited premium features, a 30-day money-back guarantee. Head to nordpass.com forward slash MWF for more. All right. Good stuff. Uh, and James is asking the big question here, which is because Tate couldn't make it today, uh, you guys uh, we're the uh, we're my co-host and James is speaking of races is joint host of this podcast episode. Do we get a race, James? I'm giving you thirty percent more than you got yesterday. You're welcome. Don't ask for a penny more. Thirty percent more than we paid you before. All right, my big takeaway here doesn't have as much to do with baseball. It has to do with looking at the big picture. I really feel like even though baseball is coming back, that they suffer from not looking at the big picture. And even though for you and I, when it comes to whatever business that we're negotiating with or ne the, the negotiation, there is a big picture that we look at, which is how valuable am I to this company? What are other people being paid? How can I bring more value to the company to help them even more? And what is that worth to the company? You can't take every dime. I've seen people that have negotiated take every single dime that the business owner has. It doesn't work that way. The business owner needs to make money too. So if you think about this discussion, like it's a cube, the business owner is looking at one side. I, as the employee, are looking at another. If I can understand the business owner side of the cube, I'm much more likely then to be able to talk their language and know how to get that raise. And your boss usually wants to give you a raise. I wouldn't threaten. I wouldn't take it public. You can see what happens happened here with baseball very public people going to come back to baseball we'll see because apparently baseball's starting up again i'm always excited about baseball i'm a, i may be the last fan in the heck out of the four fans left for the detroit tigers i probably will be the last one that's going to do it for today uh i'm joe uh, uh i'll be back again tomorrow with another money with friends bye-bye
This show is created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends LLC, copyright 2020. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.